Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. What? What? You interrupted. What? What? I was just, I was just delude. I was just, I was just added to the ambience. Uh, good cheer. Lady, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Oh fuck it. No, it's gone. I've lost my moment. Carry on. You were just telling me. Uh, the your. Hey, this was in confidence. No, no. You were telling me that your uh, there's no such thing on this show. That no. your uh, coffee grinder has broken, and and yeah. let the, the 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 masses know what you've been doing. I've been grinding my preferred coffee bean <laughs> in a large pestle and mortar, <laughs> like an animal. You're such an unusual person. Like an animal, like one of you normal people. Oh my god. It's so unusual. Christ, I'll be I'll be I'll be doing my washing in a stream and then using a mangle next. You actually text me to say, No, I'm fifteen minutes late today because you were standing there with a mortar grinding this to get your coffee. It's a huge mortal and pestle, and it's one of these people to buy. My mum and dad took it back from Vesuvius. Oh god. I've got one that stops there's one room in the house that the cat keeps getting himself locked in, so it sits at the yeah. door to stop the door. Did shutting. you season it? What? No, it's used to open a door. You've got to season it before you use them. How'd you do that? Hey, I can't remember. But you put something in it and you have to like grind it because it gets rid of all the surface stewer, the dust, right, the stone, okay. the stone detritus. Oh my god! It sounds... It's all weird doing your Dundee teeth. That's true, but I do know how to make a coffee. You take your boiling water oh and you God, pour you it know into the powder. Make coffee. You make a hot drink. Oh, it's lovely. But, but people before had not. Came in the ground flour for the bread. Yeah. The, on the kind of, what's the, what's the thing called they used? Windmill? No, before the, the hand grinder thing. Okay, okay. The two stones. And the, the the bits of grit would get into the flour and it would basically wear down their teeth. Well, that's But luckily, not. folk were so short-lived, they were long dead before they run out of teeth. So That's a good point. It was back in the, the 70s where your life expectancy in Dundee was like 24. 19, I think 1990s, it was still 11, wasn't it? Well, all joking aside... Seagulls carry off most children. In 1950, in Dundee, uh -huh. the mortality... The, what you were expected to get to, if you were fucking lucky, uh, was 49. Oh, fuck. Isn't that terrifying? 49. And they look, they didn't look 49, they looked 100-year-old. But the they thing was, ancient, but that's yeah. the thing, you got, you're the what... The old way was they worked you to death and then you got a little short retirement, like one one summer sat in a lawn chair. Well, this is why um, retirement age is going up and up every year because people are living longer and they're like, no, well, fuck this shit. Well, that does make sense. That does make sense. I mean, a 60-year-old now is a very different creature from a 60-year-old. That's true. But if you lose your job at 60... Yeah, who's going to take you on? Or you've you've been in a job for years that's manual labour intensive, and then, oh, what do you do? It's Sixty-year-olds a... wear jeans now. That's true. That's true. Imagine, I don't think anyone should wear jeans. Oh, imagine our generation when they get to retirement. <laughs> All those fucking Paul Weller haircuts. I, you and, know that is uh, true. There will be uh, an eighty-year-old with a Paul Weller haircut. Oh, that will happen. Yeah, getting like all these fucking. Shitty that prick fucking from Oasis keeps popping up and he just annoys me. <laughs> he just he 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 just he tweets some just ah, and then people go, Oh you're a genius. It's just uh fame's a funny old fame bastard. Fame is a funny it? thing, it makes you suddenly profound. If you say anything remotely profound mm -hmm. and I mean twee nonsense just rubbish yeah. don't stab yourself with a fork people will repeat it they will say the it like it's magical yeah and that's that's the way i'm planning because i i usually have lots of shit to say that makes no sense but if i get oh, really believe famous, me i know yeah I know. if i get famous though i'm going to put it in a book people the are going to live by it well a, pa a pamphlet uh yeah well a4 folded over put it that way <laughs> the the secret people People who, powerful people, speak quietly and they speak slowly because people have to listen to them. So if you want to come across as profound, speak quietly and speak slowly. But then powerful people, I discovered the fact about powerful people uh -huh. today. Prince Philip, uh -oh. who died of just, I don't know what happened. They I, kept they, the they emerald from him. 
they, they must have kept he must have yeah. kept there's maybe a flaw in the emerald they've not noticed yeah it's cracked they may be scanning the catacombs to try and find a new emerald anyway he's dead for years now he's been designing his own house this is right yes it's a land rover yeah and he for the last 10 years he's been pondering the color of it now that's what the upper classes have got time, time for these projects. But we, both of us, do know this: that the the time is one of the most important things. Well, if the if not the most important oh, yeah. thing you could get, yeah. like uh, I have my own business, everything yeah. is time based. If you can get a time. tool to save you time, you pay whatever it costs. It's that's just called Susan, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> she is the tool next door. No, but back in the day, the old guys, can the the guys who worked in the Dundee shipyard. Yeah, they had so little time because I worked to death. If they, they would they would start a project like you know a a, a, a sailing boat made out of matchsticks. Yeah, and they yeah. would never finish them. That's right. It would always get thrown oh, out. God, that's sad. They would die, and the thing would end up in some auction, some house clearance. Oh, that's it's, always it's tragic. Right. There's always that's that is one of the tragedies of life, but it's also one of the most beautiful parts. Someone's collection that they've spent yeah, a oh, life putting yeah. together, and when they die, it's just put to an auction, and it's all split oh, well, I, up. I, I, I got cares. a new watch today from the Ukraine. Another oh, one. How oh, how no. many? Be honest. How many watches now? I think it's forty-two now. Jesus, man. I've only got two arms. I might start wearing them on my ankles as well. In the eighties, I used to wear swatches, four yeah. of them. And I got one for my Christmas from my mum and dad. And you the wore other four ones, of them at the same time? Yes, and I traded different things to get other swatches. You're like a World War II spiff. Did <laughs> you sell, like, it was silk just, stockings? It, it was pocket? just a fashion when when I was a, a very young teenager. Yeah. Did you wear a grosh no, cap on no, your... No, 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 no. no Do you I remember the that. time those fluorescent socks were big? I still wear and them you now. wore different colours. I love them. I love my. I wear. I never wear the same. That's where your athlete's socks. foot stems from. Fluorescent. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I've got got to wear white uh, cotton, and that will get rid of my athlete's foot for some reason because black or something. White cotton. Yes, and I go no. I want fluorescent, and I want them different colours. Why colors. would white cotton work? Would it reflect I, the heat? No, I think it's uh, there's dyes or something in uh, ah. the black that can aggravate things. But I, oh. I'll tell you something right now. I have. No athlete's foot whatsoever. No, no, you're clear. Wonderful. I've cleared it up. It's gone. Actually, I've been at it for years, and that's all of a sudden been, it just to went. To be honest with you, that's the longest, most successful relationship you've ever had with that's, athlete's foot. Um, by probably 15 years. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it, <laughs> and the thing is, it's it's not just a relationship. It's, oh God, see when you take your sock off at night and the itch would hit. I was so yeah. grateful for it. I loved it. I kind of oh, miss it now. It was like an embrace, oh, a cheesy it was embrace. Just, it was wonderful. Never sniff oh, your fingers. God. I've been thinking we may need. I interrupted you. Obviously, it killed your your rhythm. I had a, a beautiful have thought, start. Have, have we thought about a catchphrase? Can to you begin get, the show, you can't get a catchphrase, can you? Well, because because we've been people don't realise this. We do a lot of research, so we <laughs> discovered a, a a rival Dundee podcast. We did. And his catchphrase is, we are live! <laughs> Here we go! We Here are we go. live! Here we go! If anybody thinks we should... <laughs> he's got everything we he's got everything we lack. He's got good looks. He's got charm. That's right. He's got an encyclopedic knowledge of just life. Just, he's wise. Oh, God. He's how, wise. How can we compete? I know how we can compete. We get a catchphrase. You know, we start we the show with... All right, you cunts. <laughs> All right, I'd, you cunts. All right, you cunts. I have also been I've been deep diving of late, and uh, I've discovered who could be my my favourite piece of shit uh-huh. in the world. His oh. name is Niall Niami. Right. Okay. And he built a thing called the One. Oh. And it is reputed to be the largest house, urban house ever. And it's in Bel Air in America. Right. And he was trying to sell the fucking thing for five hundred million. Whoa, that's and that's a few quid. It's taken him ten years. Mm-hmm. But 
It's just nobody. If you've got the money to buy that house, why would you buy a pre-built house? Exactly. exactly. You build it yourself. I'd, I would but, buy the whole of Scotland for that money. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but well, you, you could, five hundred million would buy. It would buy everything in Dundee. Everything. The, the sewer Several covers, times over. The yeah. people. The change in their pocket. Their children. Their future children. Everything. Everything. But five hundred million. Anyway, it's not selling. For, it's not costing five hundred million to build. He's now. It's now for sale for three hundred. A steal at three hundred and forty million. Right. But the banks are coming calling, so it's going to go into foreclosure, and he's going. He think he's going to lose it. Oh my god! What? And his whole empire's fucked. So he's if he get a chance, is a he's on the internet, and he's decided that the house is going to change the world. <sighs> and one of his ideas is a, a virtual shark tank. Right, okay. You, you had me at virtual, but the shark tank makes it. I'd, I've well, had no, the money, I'd buy it. Yeah. And then he's going he's to have boxing matches. Uh-huh. He's going to have Whitney Houston, Prince, Elvis, and Michael Jackson are going to perform. I would like to jump in there. <laughs> oh, as you, holograms. As holograms. Have you seen uh, Prince is coming out with a new album? Oh, come uh, on. And, and is he no dead? I wouldn't well, be surprised. He's very dead. And uh, uh, it's this is the stripping of the reputation begins for Cash. But he's just, he's just got millions of stuff he recorded and just never released. And it's he? terrible. Uh, talking about terrible music, have, yeah. you heard, have you heard Mick Jagger's latest song? <gasps> I did. Oh, I, I, did, now, now, I don't like cringing and I have never cringed so much. I started what sweating. What a silly old bastard. Yeah, I started sweating when I was watching it. I was so embarrassed. But Mick Jagger's always been naff. Yeah. yeah think about it. It's he's, You know, he's, he's naff. He's a he's a middle-class boy playing at it, kid, pretending. All he doesn't have an bands ounce. from that time were awful, yeah. He doesn't have an ounce of, like, those old scout, those old blues guys, the old black guys, can they had yeah. fucking it was whatever it is they had it. Jagger was a player, he's a cause player, but David Grohl's you forget David Grohl's just a washed up old middle aged dude as well. <laughs> yes. So that he, he so Mick Jagger's like oh Grohl's really cool. I'll go and collaborate with him, and the two of them are oblivious to the fact it's utter garbage, utter trash. Yeah, of course. It and is. it was on Radio Six Music. So Radio 6 Music gave him this fawning interview, and they're like, oh, Mick Jagger's a legend. Oh, the things he's seen. Wow, what a guy. What a, what a... And then they played the song, and then they cut to another... They didn't comment on the song. Yeah. It's... They didn't have the balls you to say... You can't do it. Just go, that's a lot yeah. of shit. See, the thing is, Foo Fighters are just a heart bypass away from uh, status quo. If you listen to a lot of them, they sound like status quo. They're just, they're, yeah, they're just, they're just a stadium band. It's just, uh, uh, whatever now, you say about, I, I must admit, I did like Nirvana back in the day. Yeah, and I did like uh, the Foo Fighters, the, but it just, the, it, it, Nirvana it had me. a bit of something about. He was a pain in the arse, that Kurt Cobain guy, but mm -hmm. he did have something. He'd, he, he'd a good. Some of his songs was a darkness that I kind of, kind of like. But the Foo Fighters, yeah, Slade kinda. Yeah, they were kind of like that. But you want to know a band, a lot of people don't know this band, uh -huh. and it's from the late 60s, early 70s, mm -hmm. and when I say the name, you will laugh because you're a dickhead, but this band, look into them, they're called Fanny. Oh, brilliant. They're fucking... How's that spelt, the traditional? The traditional two ends, and, and they is this are a Scottish band? No, 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 they're American, I think the singer's uh, originally Indonesian or something, and she, the all-female band... Holy fuck. I don't know why Good. they're not the greatest band ever or known. Go and look into what a band that, called what Fanny. What was that band in the Lassie Got Her Growler out on the world? I saw them play live. That was L7. And I saw them support uh, Faith No More. And oh, Faith No More. Oh, I didn't realise. Eh? I loved Faith No More. I've uh -huh. seen them twice. I went to Do see them. Do you still like Faith No More? What I happened still if like... they split up? No, I think they're still going. I think uh, uh -huh. Mike Patton and that's still their occasion. I always touring. thought you'd be more of a crowded house fan. Oh, you prick. No, I, <laughs> I was Faith No More. I was Pearl Jam. I was Ro oh. Ronnie Size. Uh, Living Colour. See the thing about Pearl Jam? Yeah. Pearl J I kind of quite like Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is my music I like to listen to in the shower. Oh, well, that's just ruined it for me forever. Thanks for that. Uh, I No, I was um, 
I was really into Living Colour for years, and because I, I wanted oh. to be Vernon Reed, their guitarist. I think he's the okay. greatest guitarist ever. Just loved him. Oh, you want to be him? Okay. I just wanted to be him. I was at that age where you just... worship. Yep, absolutely. And then when you uh-huh. kind of grow out of that, my my music sort of went in all directions. It just it certainly uh, did. Yeah. So, but you've got quite Catholic tastes. Uh, what? What does that mean? <laughs> I think it's varied. varied. Catholic tastes. Catholic taste means you're quite eclectic, doesn't oh, it? Oh, well, that's, I take that as a compliment, then. No, well, I just no, couldn't think of the, an I just couldn't think of the connection. No, no. The, crowded <laughs> house, the crowded house thing was a clear dig. Oh, that that's... was a barb. Crowded but, uh, house uh-huh. is like listening to... You know what it is? If you, have you ever tasted a melted ice pole, a cola yeah. one, and it tastes like shit? That's crowded house. Do you like the music of Daniel Benoit? I don't know who that is. Oh well, no, no that just. If you that want, uh, well, when I was deep diving into Niall Naomi, uh huh. Another thing he's wanted to do is he's wanted to build a thing called the God Plane. Oh. And it's a plane where it's just. Oh God! Look into him. Yeah, you can't describe it. <laughs> while you're looking into him, there's a guy called Producer Michael. Okay. And producer Michael's this American. He's a British guy. I think he was in, he was a drummer in some band, and he's across in America, and he's a producer. I think he worked with Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, wonderful! He's that kind of guy, but he's the most ludicrous looking man you've ever met. But his whole thing on YouTube is he's obviously kind of quite a wealthy guy, but he pretends to be wealthier. Okay. So the whole thing is him going into stores and buying a hundred Rolex watches. Oh, right, okay. But the YouTube, the business model appears to be it's all advertising various things, and he's always do. You know what I mean? See, it's, it's I've a... noticed something. You do something mm-hmm. that I used to do, and I don't do anymore. And I've, I've oh. almost done it with Daniel O'Donnell. You're not a stalker, but no. people who are essentially outsiders, but aggressive outsiders, you become yeah. obsessed with them. Yeah, and there was a guy years ago on MySpace. I'm not going yeah. to say his name. He's a young lad, and he took himself to be a bit of a sort of rap pack type singer. Yeah, okay. And it was very weak voiced. Very, you could see his mum's paid for the videos, and it was just yeah, yeah. really terrible. I become so like I would I come up with an idea and send it to him. <laughs> just I would do drawings for his next video, and I sort of pretended to be a mad fan. Oh. I eventually got banned from everything he was involved with. Uh, I was quite proud well, I, of that. I'm not as mad as you. <laughs> I do, but I do kind of watch this guy. But he'll do stuff like he'll claim he's he's bought a brand new jet. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, he's not bought a jet. He's just advertising the jet company. And oh, it's that's just, great. But you know that kind of it, it's it's the thing that the Americans like. They love. It's just this. This can be you. It's like cosmic ordering. Cosmic order. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's like no Edmonds. He's just and he's he's kind of like a vague life coach and he's life coachery. And he did a thing which can it really pissed me off. And I don't get angry often. He lives in Bel Air. Okay. Beverly Hills. I don't know the difference. Right. He's in Beverly Hills and he's going about doing like a tour of celebrities. And he's in this big Rolls Royce with his cameraman. And he's going past Bianchi's house and <laughs> Christina Aguilera okay. and uh, Johnny Weissmuller. That's an old reference. But the Be- the Beckhams. And oh, then one God. of the Beckham children drives past in his supercar. Yeah. And it's this conspicuous wealth. And then a car, a, a, a traffic cop pulls up next to them in his motorcycle and they're having a wee chat. And he's saying to them, oh, I love the Beverly Hills police. They're the best police in the world and all this. Yeah. And then he goes into a whole thing about how there's no crime in Beverly Hills. And the reason he says there's no crime, do you know what the average call-out rate, if you phone 911 in Beverly Hills, do you know how long it takes the police to get to your front door? Let me know. On average. Let me know. 46 seconds. What? Yep. Whoa. So these fuckers... Okay, I mean, these wealthy people who have everything in their big fucking mansions with security, the police are basically their lapdog. That's and incredible. You could go 50 minutes in, in the greater LA or wherever, some, you phone the police and they never fucking arrive for you. And that makes me fucking but furious. But that's the money. That's the money. That that's makes me furious. Works. 
if you, it's property, man. The but world's designed to protect property, not people. What I like is when people um, they exploit this uh, need yeah. to be rich. And I saw the greatest business ever. There's a guy in a garage in the states, and he uh-huh. built a fake. Uh, aeroplane interior inside so all these girls go along taking pictures of themselves in the plane it's fucking brilliant I love that there's so many people have like Instagram of people who have have, have put pictures of a plane that are supposed to be on and it's just some stock footage of a plane Yeah. our guys have said oh I'm I'm flying to fucking Abu Dhabi in my Mm -hmm. jet and then somebody sat next to them looking at their Instagram on like steerage compartment on the plane and take a photograph steerage of them on a plane. Steer, is it steerage well, on a plane? Uh, well, in, there's a, a girl now, we're not going to say her name, no. but she is in Dundee, in, uh, or was from Dundee, and she her Instagram is all that. There's a picture of a plane in the distance. That's the one I was just on. It's just yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing the bullshittery that goes on. It's just quite wonderful. Fake it till you make it. And there's nothing kind of wrong with that, in a way. But you have to back it up at some point. Or it just is genuinely fake. Mm. So, uh, But this producer, Michael, I'm not advertising. He's kind of ghastly, but you kind of really, you kind of look away. Yes, I like stuff like that. I do enjoy it. And he just goes around and he's got nothing much to say about houses. And his taste in watches is terrible. And he wears jackets you just wouldn't believe. He looks like a pedophile. Oh God! If you if you closed your eyes just now, and if I said to you, flamboyant pedophile. Okay, gotcha. That's without you've ever seen the man. His 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 image would appear in your mind. It would. His image would appear that he's certainly not that, but it would appear that. I understand. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a pedophile. No, but he no, just looks not like going one. Down that route. <laughs> Just looks like one. Jesus. No, I, I, I do do this uh, quite a lot where I find someone. Quite recently, I felt yeah. myself getting drawn towards Daniel O'Donnell yeah. because I discovered these uh, Twitter and his Instagram, and it's fucking hysterical. Well, and it, he has it, no did, concept. He, he, but does he? Is I've always believed. Is he not taking the piss a bit? I don't is know. Is he a bit more knowing than you think? I'll, I'll tell all listeners if you. Look for an old early 90s on YouTube, Daniel mm. O'Donnell at the Whitehall Theatre in Dundee. Yeah. It's the most spectacular show you'll ever see. He even starts singing off stage, and when he comes on, he looks at the audience <laughs> and gives a little shrug, and then on he goes. And all but the audience not, are long dead now. They were all in their 90s then. He's not really got a strong voice. He's not got strong anything. He's just been persistent and exploited old people. <laughs> he's it's got a fucking twinkle. amazing. He's got a twinkle, mate. I'd, but when I was oh, a kid, I remember know. the Scottish chart show? I was working at the butcher and I'd nip home yeah. for my lunch, put the telly on for the chart show. And in, in the Scottish charts, it would be a number one, a Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses, yep. and number two, Daniel O'Donnell. That's, that's the way it was. That's yeah. the way it was in Scotland. It's such a bit. The, the, the over 80s had record buying power. Back There's then. a guy called, the, the lesser Daniel O'Donnell's a guy called Dean Cundy. Dean Cuddy, oh, no, not Dean Cuddy. Sean, Sean Cuddy. Cuddy, oh my it's, god! Because my auntie used to, because my auntie didn't like Daniel O'Donnell. She thought he was a bit of a sellout. So he, it was like a bad boy. There was one that was kind of like uh, Daniel, but just he wore a leather jacket. Oh my god! A he leather turned jacket. his collar up. He turned oh, his no, collar up. Oh no! I have none of that room here. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But Daniel O'Donnell used to get like have tea parties for all his fans. It was yes, it, very strange. Is his wife not his business manager? Yes, and I thought she was his mum for quite a while, but it turns out <laughs> it's, his, it's his wife. Is it kind of like Father Ted? Is it that kind of set up his house? It's exactly the same, and there's an episode of Father Ted where they have this young guy who's completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's a, a singer, and it's mm-hmm. just basically Daniel O'Donnell. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. one bit in it where the guy's, the, the, Ted's telling them what to do, and he says, you can't tell me what to do, I could have you killed. And <laughs> that was Daniel O'Donnell through and through. <laughs> now, I should explain to our foreign listeners... What I'm about to say isn't all of Scotland. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny little specialist group. But there's a lot of Western singers that aren't American. They're just, they're Scottish. And they travel around the country. And all these old weird people go to it dressed as cowboys. 
And I, when I say dressed as cowboys, they're carrying replica firearms, Winchesters, yeah, peacemakers. Yeah. You know, it's very I strange. Went, I was working when I was working as a doorman. I worked at a country and western festival oh my in Hamilton. God. Oh, jeez. And a lot of Confederate was, flags. That's all. I'm Confederate saying. flags. Yep. A, loads of Jesus. people in the General Lee. Uh, yes. Yeah. And you'd see a common thing would be a, a kind of late middle aged couple. Yeah. The 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 man would have like a handlebar moustache. He would he would be rocking a kind of Wyatt mm-hmm. Earp look. Okay. Yeah. And his it. wife would be dressed as a Native American, like oh, a squaw. God. Oh my God. See now here's that the thing. That was a common look. It, no, but I go as far as. They'd put makeup on to darken their skin. Oh. And, but all the time, they'd spent money. They'd spent money on the outfits. Oh, my Again, God. The leather was all tooled, but it was ridiculous. Nobody had ever what you know what I mean? It, this, their only knowledge for, yeah. about America was from films. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they never, anyone that goes and dresses like that, to one of these Western nights that I don't, I think they've stopped a long time ago. You don't get them now. But, Anyone that would go to that, they have never been to America, and a lot of them had never even left Dundee. No, they were. But at the end of the festival, uh-huh. it got quite quiet. Oh, oh, and everybody God. got a bit morose. It's happened, and they all stood. They took their hats off. The the the, the Native American impersonators would take off the thing. Uh-huh. They'd look at the ground, then they'd they'd play Elvis American trilogy. And at the end, they would take their, take their guns out of their holsters and shoot like a cap into yeah. the ground. Oh, yeah, they had their blank firers. And blank firearms. Oh, my God. And the whole tent would smell, the whole marquee would smell like, you know, caps. Yeah, the, the toy guns. cordite smell. And the people were crying and shit. Oh, my God. But to be fuck. honest with you, they were actually, they were actually quite nice. They were... They, they were, they were they were quite friendly people. It was ludicrous. There was a group it of is guys. Ludicrous. Like, That's the word for it. Yeah. There was a group of there was a group of um, miners, I think, in Fife, Cowden Beath or something. Yeah. But they made cowboy films throughout the the seventies and eighties, and they would get all their mates involved. It that was all like incredible. The, the yeah. sheriff of Lonely Gulch and stuff, and it was all filmed on their cine cameras and stuff. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, See, I agree yeah. There was a that. documentary about it. Yeah. The Western Knights I'm not so keen on, but the the making a film in that that's brilliant. But like, I think but I all mentioned con- all, all some country music's good. Uh yes, but we're not talking Garth Brooks and what I'll go and look at his uh, Instagram and his Twitter feed. It's incredible. Now, when I... did he play like a kind of goth character? Oh God, that was his. Yeah, he, he had an He's... alter ego, and he just came yeah, kind of fringe. His... He had the same uh, beard that uh, Bender's evil uh, um, <laughs> brother, what was he called, Flexo or something. Flexo. Yeah, he had this little <laughs> metal straight beard and he had the same thing. Did you see him playing at the inauguration of Biden? No, I didn't. I didn't watch He it. was clearly off his tits on something or other. Oh, my God. He was, he was giggly. Oh, it's unusual. Now, I and now a lot of our American listeners will be listening to us going, "What the fuck are you dressing up as cowboys?" Before you even feel better about yourself, before you even feel high and mighty, I've been to a Ren Fair. I went to the New York Ren Fair, and I know what goes on there. It's the weirdest fucking place. No, but America's based on America's based. They base a lot of their mythos on cowboys. That was the West. The East Coast of America never wore cowboy hats. They were all bowler well, hats. Isn't that a lot of the West stories just came from uh, sort of pulp fiction from like yeah, just, uh, New York it, area? It, and, yeah, it was, was self-mythologising itself while it was while happening. It was happening, yes, exactly. And there's nothing Can wrong with that. Guys like Billy cool. the Kid, and what, they were all in magazines while they were alive. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's a really amazing the, the time. The wild, for me, the, the, bit, the, the bit of American history... It's fascinating. It's all your uh, Bonnie and Clyde. The time when there was like lawlessness. It's long, if your car was faster than the police, yeah. you could just get away from them. Incredible. Ken Dillinger. Dillinger's a fascinating character. Like he escaped. He, he carved. He, he claimed to have carved a gun out of a piece of soap mm-hmm. and escaped his cell and all this kind of stuff. There was genuine outlaws in America. I could never escape. I use Africa shower gel. Oh, they just the, 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 those bloodhounds would just follow you right to your lair. Easy, 
easy. Yeah. Even one that couldn't smell would still manage to catch oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. There'd be bits of your socks <laughs> caught up in the brush, getting just light in the way. Yeah, but see a Ren fair. That's oh, a place just... that you... It's so mad. I was yeah. kind of in shock. Now, the New York Ren Fair's massive. It's a permanent village. Okay. And they have jousting, but it's not just crap jousting. These guys, like, get battered, the horses... Oh, it's is just, it like it's incredible. the thing out of a cable guy? It's like that, but even better. I'm so Madder, impressed okay. by it. Okay. Really impressed. But there's also madness. So... Mm. Everyone goes around, but they 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 speak Ren speak, which is this full oh, English, weird yeah. accent. And so I'm obviously I've got my accent, and two of the park workers corrected me on my accent because they sound you mo- you sound you meant to be Scottish. I went yeah. He said you sound more Irish than Scottish. I went oh sorry, I'll work on it. It was very strange. Oh Christ, that the could. That looks like it would be. You could get. You could lean into it and have a bit of fun. That uh, people absolutely obsess over it and have a ball, and they're there for ages. And the shows that are on are all top class. It's, it's a really impressive event, and it goes on for months. It's not like a week or something. It goes on for months, and it's really impressive. There's a lot going on, but it's I remember also seeing a thing, and it was a guy. It was one of these shows, and it was a guy who went to pubs, dive bars in America, and tried to turn them around. Right, okay. Just and like went, just like uh, in in Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. And uh, he he sadly there was no Swayze involved. But he went to one which was pirate themed. Okay. So you got all your stuff in like flagons and all the stuff were dressed as pirates. To such a degree, one of the guys actually had an eye missing. That's correct. So he was like an authentic pirate guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just garbage. But they spoke in this kind of war gym, kid. All this kind of oh, God, lovely. It's, yeah, I, I kind of like that. I do like that American attitude. It's like fucking go for it. Give oh, th- there is that. That is wonderful. Although yeah. I did go to um, a, a, a bar which my friend mm-hmm. was stripping at. Mm-hmm. So I went with other friends and we went to see her. Now this this bar, how can I describe it? It was. When the lights went on, and I thought, God, they've spent some money here. All these lights are powered because they're moving. But what it actually was, it was basically a breeze block garage with a corrugated steel roof. And it was really hot during the day. And as the temperature changed, the roof would flex, so all the lights would swing. And I, it was, yeah, it was bad. That's the first time I saw I saw her cesarean scar, and it was still rather red and bruised. But she was up there dancing good for us. Yeah, well, you have to. You kind of take a rest. Jesus, it was. If you ever see, if you ever watch a film and there's like an American nightclub, they always look like the worst places in the face of the earth. Yes, and in worse than Scottish nightclubs, just terrible looking. And I had been to some, I went to one that, God, everyone's insisting I had to go and I didn't want to go. It was called, what was it called? Voodoo Rooms or something, I can't remember. Oh, it sounds appalling, doesn't it? And you know what? It was lots of... Is that not where River Phoenix died? No, 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 this was just a crap, this was just a crap place. Well, River Phoenix overdosed there, but so did the Jason Donovan. <laughs> they never talk about Jason Donovan's overdose at the Viper Rooms, do they? Do they? No, they never talk about that. Oh god, because no one cares. He is a ludicrous bastard, Jason he is, Donovan. Yes, he is, he is. He's just a complete disaster. But that's and what then, I kind of like did, that about him. So you didn't enjoy the nightclub too much? No, it was full of guys with uh, polo shirts with the collars up. Oh fuck! And I was like, "What is this?" Well, those like, fluorescent lights—they would just be—you could—it would just shine through you. You'd be like. Clear, why you been made out of glass? <laughs> Especially back then, you could see yeah. your wee heart. You could see the contents of your stomach. But there was one place we used to go in Kansas City, and it was oh, what was it called? The Hurricane, and the Hurricane right. was a bar, and that was really good. That was a nice place. I liked that. Was it a kind of dive bar? Give me the it, long it bar. It kind of was. Yes, stools. it was, and it was everyone in it was lovely. There was no hassle. There is good. nothing better than actually sat a stool at a bar. I uh, that's what I would do in it because it's I, wonderful, yeah. man. Again, and it's a low light. Hey, what's the pub? You're not a pub guy, in no, Dundee, no, much, not are at you? All, not but at there all. used to be one pub in Dundee that was low booths and it was dark and it was great. But they just this change of everything's open plan now. I don't like we that. Kinda, I like a booth. I like to be in. I don't believe in a, a pub. I, I hate pubs. Crisps. Uh huh. maybe a sandwich. Oh, a cold no. sandwich. I don't even but think that But when they start far. serving food, it's no longer a pub, in my opinion. 
I know what you mean by that. I know what you mean by that. I do get that. Because food, then it becomes a restaurant, and who they like more, they make more money off the food. So the food people get priority over the, the, the bar right. payment. I think... Um, and it just kills conversation. And I hate watching people eat. People are pigs. That's true. But maximum food for me, it's like there's nothing more special if your mate goes up to the bar and comes back with a treat for you all and he gets you all a packet of peanuts. That feels amazing. Give yeah, us a classy thing ever. to do. What? Somebody comes, one of your mates goes to the bar, comes about with crisps, yeah. and you know when they open up the bag flat so everybody can help themselves. Oh, isn't that the most glorious moment? You feel like cavemen around a fucking fire. Isn't it? You feel like I you've like taken that. a mammoth back. You've dragged oh, a mammoth into it. the cave. Yeah, that's it. I love that. A that's smile a nice you've, you've single-handedly bested a smilodon. No, the... the <laughs> yeah. But then there's always some weirdo that takes the bag of crisps and folds it into that weird little origami triangle, shape. The little triangle thing. Weird. Actually, I know who does that. Susan, who? next door to me. Of course she got does. loads of little triangles. of like If you get her a packet of crisps and you look across, there's this perfect little triangle you could use as a chib, which they were used as. You use a packet yeah. of crisps or a newspaper, fold it up, you got a chib. It's a good weapon. Yeah, but, it is, um, yeah. She's always ready to fight with her throwing throw Doritos. Ninja oh, throwing God. Doritos. Yeah, just a sh- she sharpened her teeth, Susan. Oh, she's a killer. I saw, I was speaking, to, I saw Stephen today because you told me that we've got a lot of postmen listen to us. Yes, that's, uh, uh, we've had comments from postmen. So and... somebody will be listening to this as he's popping stuff through letterboxes. Yes, Do they have letterboxes in America or can you approach a house in America? You know um... what I mean? Uh, actually, no. The house I was in did have a letterbox. Yeah. You, do they not? Yeah. Do they not favour mailboxes on the street in America? I'll be honest with you. Where I was, I never saw one. It was no all mailboxes. No, I never saw one. No. Not at no. all. So that was. I was bit... speaking to Stephen, but he he told I was saying he, he he's he's very interested in my mail. Oh. You know what I mean? Your, right. your, your relationship with your postman's a little bit like your doctor. You know what I mean? He knows a lot about he knows, you. He shape, knows, yeah, but he doesn't but say But the smell coming off your mail. <laughs> yeah. But he, he travelled across the... Because I was getting stuff from the Ukraine. Him and his granddad travelled across this, the Soviet Union. What? When he was 16. Holy shit. His granddad shit. spoke fluent Russian. I'm starting to think <laughs> that, that Stephen's, Stephen's family were sleeper agents. Oh, it's possible. I'm convinced my mum is. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, can I mean? Because it happened oh, when it I mean, was. How's, what's the weather like outside your door? Is it sunny? It's sunny, but it's cold. I was out to oh. Lidl this morning. And it was fucking everything was icy, and when I went into Lidl, in front uh-huh. of me, a young lady, I'd say twenty four, twenty five, not wearing her slippers or pajamas, the usual, oh, fuck. And yeah. her, in her dressing gown, she was filling her pockets, just shoplifting everything. And the thing was, she wasn't shoplifting. It was like a packet of screws, coleslaw. It was just, you know, just anything it's just, that would fit in her pockets. Anything, anything, yeah. They steal it first and then decide what they're going to do with it later. Exactly, yeah. That's it's, interesting, isn't it? It's but, just... Well, I'm back to work next Wednesday. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Yes, exactly. You're how old next week? A little. Hey, 42 years old. You're 45. Six. No, I'm not. I'm 46. 46. Oh my God, you're just a burn. How old you're are just... you? Oh, Jim. fuck's sake. Listen, we're talking about you. Oh, so... oh. <laughs> 46. <laughs> 50 this year, and I can't. Oh, Jesus Christ, but I'll be it. honest with you. Do you want me to come around and just clobber your just knee? Kill us. Your just kill me. I've got no more I'll use. I'll give you a meal. I won't tell you when. It, what's that film where, is it not like Burt Reynolds? Uh-huh. And he, he's suicidal and he wants to get some, and he tells Don Amici to kill him. <laughs> but then he changes his mind. Oh. And like Don Amici's pursuing him. Have I just imagined that? It, I think you're possible. imagining it, yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the film? I know what Army you're going to say, of the Army Dead. of the Dead. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I saw the trailer, and you know what? It looks fun. It, it does look fun. fun. Schlocky, think, doesn't it? Yep, yeah, I think I'm up for it. I think I'm up for it. Oh, uh, that big Batista guy. I he's like a big him. lad, isn't I'm he? I'm charmed by him. I like him. He looks like he looks like he likes. To, he's got a lot of facial preparation. I think he likes to moisturise. He looks after we, himself. We're at that age where we need to start moisturising, man. Oh, God, Do I'm it. just drying out. <laughs> I'm just drying out completely. I've got layers of skin coming off when my face. When you walk past bushes, you just leave like this just length, peels, length, just peels, crust- Oh god. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, but yeah I like the moisture him. goes out of you. That's what happens. The sap. 
Now that's the film that uh, the comedian, what's his name? I forget his name, but he's been a bit, a lot of sex um, or rape allegations against him. So he's been taken out. And there's that uh, comedian, what's her name? Tig, can't remember her second name. And she's yeah, been put in with effects and stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing how she's blended into this film. Oh, she, oh so she wasn't in the film? No, no, she's been put in afterwards. To replace you are this fucking other guy. joking me. Hi, she's in that sp- Star Trek Discovery, isn't she? Yes, that's her. Yes. Oh, is, I, oh that, I didn't know that. Yeah. The things they can do now. And who, oh, is the guy you mean? Is it him that was in the Deadpool? Uh, no, no. Oh God, what's his name? Everyone will be screaming at this. Um, it's on the oh, tip I'll, of my tongue. Yeah, he's a greasy looking. Uh, his hair's always sort of wet looking longish black. I can't oh, remember his name. What was he in? He was in a show with Whitney Cummings years ago and oh, okay. he's just just uh, he's really not a funny. I I don't get why he's a, a comic in the first place. Just absolutely awful. There's a lot of stuff coming out about people. It's just like quite fucking I think uh, the world of stand up comedy is just full of fucking sick people. It's a, well, it's a I, weird think, thing. I think comedians tend to be quite neurotic. They're not funny people generally. Yeah. I don't think they're ha- they tell a lot of jokes, but I think a lot of them aren't very happy people. It's I don't a, think they're quick to very, smile. It's like, you know have I mean? you ever seen Joe Rogan stand up? No, oh, I just don't want brutal. to. Brutal. It's brutal. Is it shit? Just it, shit. It's not funny. It's, it's a very Is American it... kind of humor. And what I mean by that, it's. Um, not in a negative way because no. most of the comics and that that I like, like Bobby Lee, is absolutely right, okay. brilliant. You know, um, no, it's a uh... right. Okay, there's the, the, there's the, the the two sides of the the Atlantic in America. The the comedian on a show will be the uh, wisecracking guy that can get like out gar- himself kind of like a gag of, Yeah, he could get himself out of any situation with jokes. Right. He's a mm-hmm. on the British side. You've got the anti-hero. They're idiots. Yeah. They're tubes. They're the worst kind of people. Uh, ah, okay. You've got the Alan yeah. Partridge. You've got the Father Ted's, you know. America's more kind of razzmatazz. It's, kind of... it's a bit different. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes okay. that can be great. Don't get me wrong. That can be really good. Yeah. But yeah. when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. The same, actually, well, the same with our anti-heroes. If it doesn't work, it, it feels badly. Yeah. Well, I used to like, what's his name, me? Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, yeah. But if you listen to Bill Hicks now, it's a bit... Uh... Yeah, it doesn't work for me now. That's funny you should say that. I, and I was that Dennis Leary ago. was quite big? And Dennis Leary stuff. just copied everyone else's jokes. And that's <laughs> what he'd done. He just took everyone else's act. He took Bill Hicks' well, act. People, uh, people, well, the only comedian I think is generally a happy person is Billy Connolly. He seems to be. There's a warmth in Billy Connolly, and Billy Connolly's getting to be quite a sick guy. Oh, he's very and ill, yeah. He's just, if you watch him speaking about it, it's one of the bravest things. He says, look, I'm kind of going downhill. And he says, I'm kind of quite intrigued and enjoying the process. Yes, that's good. That's a, a positive and he, thing. And they, they said that they, they had him on medical marijuana uh-huh. to alleviate some symptoms. And he was taking it. But then he went, the thing is, he says, I'm just stoned all the time. He says, no, no, no. I just want to be in the moment. In the moment, yeah. As it that's happens. a very Scottish thing, eh? I'm very finally Scottish. dying. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's finally getting a sit down. I can I, I always think of the the uh, uh, that idiot Ewan McGregor in Train Spotting oh. when he goes, "It's shite being Scottish." It's very true. It's just fucking <laughs> terrible. I despise that son of a bitch. He's uh, Ewan McGregor's. Uh, I've, yeah. I've said it before. Say it again. He was in like Africa on his motorbike with his <laughs> mate, and they were filling up petrol into their fucking things, the motorbikes. And the, the the attendant guy was smoking cigarettes. And he went like, I love that, he said. It's like none of this health and safety gone mad, he says. I really and you thought, you fucking penis. You idiot. I worked with a, a petrol tank and I saw someone smoking about sixty feet away from it, but it was downhill, and I had to explain to them the fumes come out there the and fumes. flow downhill. They f- yeah. they go to the ground. Oh, I didn't know health and safety. I don't want blown up, you daft cunt. No, it's madness. It's oh. absolute madness. But the last I saw a brief bit of their latest thing. They've got together again, and they they've got electric bikes this time. 
Oh, fuck off. You want to know but, something? Go and look. I don't know if he still does it, but go and look at the Bellstaff website where he's on the front with his Bellstaff jacket being all macho. He's not. He's a... He's, oh, where's he crap. from? Creef. Fuck off. He's from Creef, and he's a guy that he thinks he's got this charming smile, and that's... He brings out the big guns. He just smiles all the time. Oh, he and seems like no, an insufferable no, guy. Yeah, He's yeah. never going to be Sean Connery. And Sean I've, Connery. I, I, full disclosure, I actually met him. Did you? Yeah, he's a dick. Oh, what, how did, let's hear it. What, how did he behave? Just, just up himself. No, he didn't actually uh, do anything. I just assumed he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met Doogie. I've met, I've met Lorraine Kelly and Doogie Vipod, oh. and they're a couple of assholes. Wait, you've actually met the Lorraine Kelly? Lorraine Kelly. I've met Lorraine Kelly. Yeah. Twice. Oh, twice. Twice. Oh, my, yeah. What, well, what happened? I just I won, won, it was an art event okay. and then another time it was at a work thing and she was kind of actually her husband's more of a prick than she is really? he's basically very much can, he's, he's itching to say I, I was perfectly nice to her in the work situation but I just pretended I had no idea who she was and right. I could see the husband was twitching with fury Oh, right, okay but the, at the art event I said like I'm one of these guys I was at this art event doing some art and the people I was there with were kind of being a bit dickish. And I was more having a laugh with, like, kind of the security guys over at this thing. I'm kind of, I'm always kind of, I'm more likely to go and speak to the Johnny than the, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And a, Absolutely, the, yeah. Lorraine Kelly was going about, and I said to the Johnny's, fucking hell, guys, I've just went to the, I went to the toilet, and Lorraine Kelly's off, offering to give people gummy sook sooks. <laughs> Must be a thing, and they believe me because I can be quite convincing. <laughs> Lorraine Kelly, gummy sook sook. She would just bite it off. She would bite I it off bite in the it root. Off. She just she's after the blood. That's all she wants. There would be nothing left of you, just like a skin sack. You'd look just drain like the guys out of yeah. uh, what's that film uh, that we done the review of. Uh, oh, hey, oh! I like Force. Life Force, the space vampires. You just picture, be like, was it? picture yeah. the, the scene yeah. where instead of that young nubile woman walking through the space headquarters, it's Lorraine Kelly in the net thudding about. Oh God, she's in her sixties now. <laughs> yeah, if I met Lorraine Kelly, I'd say to her, "I fucking know." I know, I know I Kelly. Know. You've you're fooling everybody else. But you've I not know. fooled me, yeah. Kelly. I know, I know. You, your hidden talents. Oh, Scottish celebrities are a bit thin in the ground of, of, of late. We don't have a lot. It's yeah, we're kind nah, of falling back Con- on everything. Yeah, everybody would, we always had Sean Connery. We just go, we've got Sean Connery, and people everywhere. People go, oh yeah, yeah, but he's dead. I know Sean Connery. People rightly so have been a bit critical of some of his statements. Just a bit. The Sean just Connery method. The, yeah, but the thing, what you've women. got to kind of say, he was a pretty good kind of ambassador for Scotland. He gave us. Uh, wait, he wait, perhaps... wait, 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 wait! A good ambassador for Scotland. He's never lived here for sixty <laughs> years because he's in no. a tax exile. <laughs> no, what but, the fuck? But he went about. He gave. Let's. There's a lot of Scottish men have uh-huh. been able to pull off charm they don't have. They've, they've, they've got a little bit of second-hand charm of Sean Connery. Oh, I do get that. I understand that. That's what I'm speaking this about. Motherfucker, I know he, oh, that, no, he paid, he paid less tax than I have. That, exactly. And hold on. there was. And he did advertise Japanese whiskey. There was adverts, right? <laughs> adverts for you independence. Don't like Sean no, I don't. For independent Scotland, <laughs> right? And it, it started with the usual twee going over castles and then a voice came in. Scotland, our home. Scotland. And you're like, wait a minute, this cunt lives in the Bahamas. He's He doesn't uh, live in Scotland. And uh, I can tell you something else. I used to see him every week because I'd surf in St Andrews and he'd be there playing golf. Uh, and he'd carry his own golf clubs. Because oh, he's tight. one day he got a gold caddy. And if you get a gold caddy, you have to pay them well, right? Tip them mm-hmm. really well. They expect it. These are the top guys. And mm-hmm. apparently he gave a pound coin to one of the caddies and said don't spend it all at once so the, <laughs> the, the caddies right all got together and says we're not working with that prick right so right. he would go around in his 1960s half set of clubs on his back that he had to carry himself because no oh, one would touch his clubs he was tight always yeah, on his own tight. miserable 
<laughs> Miserable cunt. The thing I've got to say about him is that the woman he stuck with the longest, his wife, who I think is still alive, yeah. I guarantee he never raised a hand to her. She would have fucking killed she him. She would have killed him. She had that attitude, that which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, she would have taken that. a knife for the kitchen and just speared him through the cock. That's, no, what, you, that's what you need. But you yeah, see, no, that. I'm not going to look back no. on Sean Connery as this great person. He never lived here. He no, never no. Well, he did, he did for a period. Look, he spent most of his time in Spain. And when the rules <laughs> changed there, he said Spain's he moved, his home, he loves it. He moved to the Bahamas. And I'm, I don't and think second. I would become a te- tax XL because I don't really like the heat. I don't like the heat either. I would I'll have be to be honest with you, I wouldn't live in Bel Air with producer Michael and Niall Nami because it's it's just the same weather every day. I like a sunny day. Yeah, but, but I, now I'm and again, not, I don't like the heat. If it gets too hot, because I've always had an active life. When you're mm-hmm. too hot, you can't do things. Now, when to, when you're too hot, it kills your appetite a wee bit, and I don't it. like that. To our listeners who are in America, and that when you're surfing in Scotland, the water is always cold. So right. you need a, a 5'3 wetsuit, you know, a, right. a thick wetsuit. But the air's hot as hell. So you're always in this this weird place between heat exhaustion and hypothermia. It's just oh, nice. you're balancing in between it, and it is a knife edge. Um, oh. I've only had hypothermia twice. I've been very lucky in the war. Mm-hmm. but You've got zero body fat as well. Zero body fat. I would fat. have expected you would have got hypothermia going out in like a, a mild day. Just it's... I had hypothermia on my board once. Actually, I'm looking at my board right in front of me now, the very board that was on. It's on my wall. Have you got it up on the wall? It's on my wall, because I don't use it anymore. I've got my other boards. I don't use my fluid juice anymore. And I was was surfing on that, and I thought, you know what I could do with a nice wee snooze? And I'm going to put my head down and have a little sleep. And it was my friend spotted me getting comfortable trying to pull the water over my shoulders to stay warm. Get out of the water! And he sort of was pushing me and he pulled me off the board so I was panicking and I got out and I couldn't believe it. I went for a sleep in the water. He pulled you off the board. Did he pull you off the board or toss you off the board? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I was going for, a proper sleep. And I would have been out. I would have been dead. Yeah. What a nice way to go though. Oh, you don't know. You're so comfortable and warm. I'm led to believe drowning's quite pleasant. Yeah, well, after that's what they a, say. After the panic after and the, the panic. terror. Well, I was held under the water of... with a fishing net. Had caught around my legs, got around my waist. Imagine and... some poor Spanish trawler oh, pulls you into its in. net. It was just an old They're like, like, net. What the fuck is this? And I was up at Lunan Bay and I was walking uh-huh. out and I saw the rope coming towards me. So I went to step over it. But uh-huh. as it did, it sort of jumped up to my knee my oh, waist fuck. up around my chest and I was pulled back underwater and it was only about three feet but I couldn't get out and my lungs were oh. burning and when my lungs started to burn that means you're away to you're away to right. some air uh, some water in and I remember watching myself from about two feet behind me and I was just oh. going oh well this is it this is how I die that's cool at least I know <laughs> I remember thinking at least I know what's yeah, happening at least I've had a good life oh wait yeah and I wasn't, uh, God, I must have been about 26 or something when this happened. Yeah. And then I I just got thrown out of the, the water and I was able to take a breath and all that sensation was gone. But your mind plays some tricks on you to allow you to oh, die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lack yeah. of oxygen, you start to hallucinate. You see those trawlers, kind of Scotch trawlers, and fucking hell, it's dangerous. Oh, if it's you dangerous go into the sea, yeah. you have no chance, man. Nah, you have just, no chance. They just They're not coming you. back around no. again to pull you the water you want to last long that's it the, it's that's the most, is that not the most dangerous job in the uk a uh, trawler fisherman? at the moment no it's a bus driver oh fuck's sake it's a I bus know. driver because you're more likely to die of covid and it's the most dangerous more dangerous than being a soldier you're more likely the, to die the edinburgh bus, bus drivers are basically they've been good at strike because it's getting to start, it's like fucking the, it's like uh, the Bronx, Fort Apache, the Bronx. Yeah. Like stuff's getting thrown at the buses. Oh, They're just getting Jesus. a hell of a time of it. Yeah. What? And it's it's, crazy. you're right as well. You're in this little cabin within a sealed kind of unit. Yeah. It's, it's very, yeah. Any, any bus I've seen lately, though, there's barely anybody on them. There's, like yeah, they're really not used. They're really not used. But it's back a to scary work. thing. So I'm, I'm in one day for uh-huh. training. Training. And you got to, what you got to learn? <laughs> nothing, the, the, nothing. But You've they been like there to train 20 you because management training. like fucking bumping their fucking gums. 
because they have not been able to tell people anything for any length of time. So they need you know a I mean? condensed day of shouting at you. Wonderful. It's, it's condensed day of shouting you. They're <laughs> fucking obvious. But the good thing is, you wear masks now, so they can't really see your expression of complete hatred. Yeah, that's true. But there you go. So, but they don't really have an opening date. But I assume they're just going to open on the twenty sixth. Like That's going to be quite scary. I don't. I think it's too soon. Uh, I think it's. I too don't soon. see the rush to open. But the thing is, well, the, the cafe won't be open. Yeah. So nobody, because only I've told you this before. Uh, the work it's only full of baby boomers who don't, don't have kettles in the house. Don't see where you no, work. No, yeah. no, no, I never do. Never but do. They, they just, they just, um, they just have. They don't have kettles in the house. So they just come, so they just come in for tea. cups of tea. Without that, there's no visitors. Oh my God, it's going to be a very Dundee's strange not experience. not as cultured a place as we'd like to believe. No, we are not. We have just been telling ourselves that the we've last few years. We've been telling people, we, Dundee is in the top 20 places to visit in the UK. Lonely in the planet. world, in the world. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, next to, I think we're above Rio de Janeiro. Yes, we we actually are. We are, a, Dundee <laughs> is above Rio. It's above Moscow. It's above Barcelona. It's above New York. And this is all based around the fact we've got the V&A Museum arrived yes and it's first year as you pointed out to me on the first year it lost one point on its busiest year it's ever got 1.1 million gone gone it's a it's a scandal the whole thing it's a scandal well so if it's and so this year it'll have lost far more than that that's to be expected i believe they'll try they'll try and blame the, the first year loss on the pandemic somehow they yes, will. it they'll, will. They'll try. Even though it was the year before it, they yeah, will still. But they'll try. They'll yeah. try. They'll it opened try. two years before it, but they'll still blame it. But the thing is, the, I I think it was Billy Connolly. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think he said in Dundee, if you want to find the real art, the real, uh, uh, the culture, it's not in all the official buildings. Go and knock on people's doors, and he got an absolute understanding of what Dundee is. Everything's yeah. happening in Dundee, but it's not. It's not out in the public arena. It's a really strange Dundee's thing. Dundee's a weird thing. It's a weird there's, thing. We've yeah. spoken about this before. There's a Dun- there's Dundee famous. Yes. It, there's a lot of people clamour to leave Dundee to go into better things, but there seems to be a uniquely Dundonian thing where they get they get a, 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 a scent a spicing of success out with Dundee. Yeah. But they get cold feet and they run back here. Yep, that's it. Time, uh, time. All, all name Always. any famous Dundee person from the last ten years. And they'll be back here living. They're all back here. Yes, that is, exa- <laughs> that is absolutely true. Brian um, Cox is the one guy, I suppose. You had the average and, white band. Yeah. But we're talking people from like fucking 40 odd years ago. Average well, white band, Cox, Brian Cox. Brian Cox, like 25 years ago, was asked, I, I listen to him, and he was asked, Where are you from, Brian? Oh, a small town outside Glasgow. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. But now it's Dundee, Dundee, Dundee. Oh, now it's because Dundee because it's Dundee. Because Dundee yeah. give them honorary doctorates. They give them freedom of this. Again, they give them all this stuff. Nothing I hate more than an honorary doctorate. I actually have respect for education. I actually have yeah. respect for people Pe- who have worked there's hard There's people to get we know who yes. use the doctor yep. tag. There's someone You're not we supposed know to. who calls themselves doctor whoever. And they mm-hmm. have an honorary doctorate, but they will sign it, doctor. They have yeah. it everywhere. It's, it's ridiculous. It's poor show. It's very poor show. It's, it's I've insulting. Heard the only good thing about it is if you're booking plane tickets, you'll often get upgraded. If you're think, a doctor. Because they think, they think you're a medical doctor. Oh, right. And, um, yeah, but the thing is, that's, that's only a dangerous game. If somebody has an anaphylactic shock and needs help and you're like a... Fashion designer from Dundee. It's not going to go You're well. You're not going to go very far. <laughs> it's so funny. But as Nana can do, he's dead. But I've put the hems up of his trousers. <laughs> Badly. 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 Yes, absolutely. <laughs> God. On that note, we're selling Dundee again. See the amount of people though. This no, is the thing. We love Dundee as well. I, yeah. I've been in Dundee longer than anywhere else. I am pretty much Dundonian. Yes, yeah, you're, you're, you're more Dundonian than I am. Well, I and don't have the accent. No, that's true. But I do have. I don't have a full-on Dundee accent. You don't know. I don't. I don't know what the hell that is. But it's everyone yeah. says to me, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "Dundee." <laughs> yeah. How long you been here? Fifty years. And it's like, <laughs> what? And you speak like that? It's true. I have a very, um, 
it's it's not a bad accent. If you heard a proper no. Dundee accent, Ken Wright and you came from Dundee and you're going to get your chap It's, it's morning, quite, it's a, it's a chunk. It's, you it's, wouldn't it's, understand it's a word. You wouldn't no, understand a, a word. Because it's no like, accents are quite fascinating because where I'm from in the northeast, it's kind of Doric they speak. Yeah. But Dundee's like a weird, it's no Doric and it's not like You're, the central belt. And it's, it's not like Brocker. It's not, no, it's, it's this weird, aggressive it does it's, sound quite it's very aggressive. It's well, very hard to understand. The, everybody worked in the mills, so they had to shout. Yeah. It is a part you of that. You hear over the click and clacking of the machine. The, the, the broad Dundee accent, it's called broad or alt Scots. And right. it's now now recognised as a language. Oh dear. It's now recognised as a language cause it, because it's so different. And oh. the funny thing is, I understand it every single word, but I can't speak it. I can't, I can't do it. No, because when fast we Eddie's, would go to fast school, Eddie can speak it. Yeah, when we used to go to school, uh, and we would speak it, you'd get the belt. Oh, I'd thrash you. Yeah. I'd get, I'd get a leather belt across my hands, you know, and there'd be really, was, and you would stop speaking it instantly. But understanding a, did you, it, yeah. Did you easy. see the thing? There was a thing in the news the other day, and it's saying that spelling is elitist. What? And there's a there's this weird chain of thought that says a spelling is elitist. So schools shouldn't focus on spelling. It's elitist. No, this is a soft way into going Isn't it into, nonsense? Uh, being anti-education. And, peop- and people yeah. are saying, no, because if you've given, if you give children the foundation of to be able to read and spell and communicate, it benefits their life. You are willfully trying to fuck up. Again, posh people have already got all the advantages. Yes. If you're basically saying to the the majority of people, you don't need to spell, it's fucking them. But it, they're saying it's a it's like a it's a colonial, it's a remnant of oh, the colonial no, nonsense. past. Yeah. And, yeah. and see, education as well. It? When I say education is important, I'm not talking about how some people focus. I have a degree. I then I'm important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I'm not speaking I'm talking about, about that. any yeah. education. And don't fall for this thing as well. A lot of our listeners are not spring chickens. And I'll tell no. them right now there's this belief, and it's because students don't exist anymore. They're now clients that are in a lifetime of yeah, debt. Yeah, yeah. That you must get them between 18 and 22. That's it. Education is for every single part of your life. If you want to go and get a degree at 60, go and get it. This is so important. This is so important. If you put in a the job market is so competitive. Mm -hmm. If you put a job application in and it's a fucking disaster of spelling, you're fucked. This there's too much being said about uh, colonialism. Now, colonialism uh, does it have its is it a negative thing? In many times, yes, of course it is. But is it also a part of humanity? It's you have to be very careful that you don't over intellectualize instinctive things that just, the people do. people do kind of look for they just look for a problem everywhere and yeah to be able to just fuck the greatest gift you can give to somebody is yeah. the ability to read if you can read the things that are open to you can well the guy there was a millionaire guy and he said mm. he couldn't spell and it hadn't held him back and his argument was well, we've all got technology now it's all spell checker no, and I think that's like, a oh, great problem. Sake, that's a problem. For fuck's sake. I think education, if you want to go and learn about something, now it's not in the classic or academic sense. I'm meaning if you take up crochet, you're being educated. No, but I've learned. Learn, learn, I've learned, learn. I, I've learned as much from, I've been taught to read and yeah. educated, but I've learned just as much just on my own, just reading books. Absolutely. That's so uh, important. It's a, it's a, yeah. Yeah, and Scotland the, used to have a particularly good reputation for as edu- far as yeah, education. For education. It's not now. No, it's no, not it's now. not now. And yeah. I, th- I think there's a great issue with that. And you can't uh, then say, oh, it's remnants of colonialism. I hear this all the time over uh, people's fashion choices and that. It's absolute nonsense. Yeah. Um, cultural appropriation, very dangerous. Very dangerous yeah. to go down that route because uh, there's no such thing as a standard culture. Everything no, no, is were, borrowed, well, I've heard people say you can't it. cook such and such unless unless you're from that nation. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. We're all fucking people. We're all, we're we're all a melting people. pot. I am I I've said this to you before. I refuse to be divided by people mm-hmm. with ridiculous agendas. Mm-hmm. I I am not one of these people put it this way, I, I 
I, I'm not racist. I'm not sexist. I'm sure people could point out things that I've said that are maybe sexist or insensitive. You're quite, you're quite self-hating. Uh, that's what I do hate. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not going to appreciate and love something then told that it's my privilege that's stolen it from someone. Nonsense. I know, I know, I know, Absolute I know, I know, nonsense. I, I love curry. I think maybe I things love have got. It. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've change. got a little bit more fevered we've in got lockdown. I think a lot lockdown. of people have got a lot of time to stew and stuff. And, and here's I think I'll... I was getting a little bit angrier over lockdown about stuff. Well, but I think I've like chilled out quite a bit. Here's how I'm going to fix it. Say mm-hmm. for Scottish people, if you're around the world and you appreciate things that are Scottish, like kilts and bagpipes and nonsense like that, that are all from India anyway. Shortbread. But if you like all that sort of shit, as a Scotsman. Born and bred, I you couldn't get more Scottish than me. I give the world permission to do what you want with it. Take yeah. it, run with it, have a ball. Wear it incorrectly, wear it badly, wear it offensively. Do what I you want. Saw, I once saw, I was speaking about the golf, I once saw an American tourist dressed in the full kilt. Oh, I, I love seeing that. Yeah, I see that. And yeah. it was a full, it was a full fox. Oh. The sporing was an Arctic fox. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen a, a lot. You only get it really American it tourists, bless them. It arms and legs and a tail. Yes, bless them. And they'll do that. And I'll see a lot of the women, right, especially middle-aged women will come to Scotland and go, I'm going to blend in. And they've got like this big bonnet. They look like super Do they not call their teeth out with a hammer? It's wonderful. Yeah, do they not get drunk and then piss in the street? They do. And they want to blend in. So it's, but you know what? Uh, some people go, oh, that's ridiculous. I don't feel it is. I think they actually found something they love and enjoy it. It's great. If you feel it's like yeah. Disneyland, go for it. I don't, yeah, I'm not can... offended. Maybe Luckily they love, love Scotland. Man. Yeah, if they like love something... Scotland probably more than yeah. I do. Yeah. You yeah. know? No. So well, I, I, I give the world permission to do what you want with it. a kilt. Do whatever you like. Yeah, do whatever you like. If that's the only like. remit that a Scottish person is offended, so a Scottish person has permission, I've now given blanket permission for everyone to do anything they want with well, the old, the old stereotype is Scottish people are very greedy, but it's a fact. The, you see, the people use that for other cultures to attack them yeah. and stuff like that, but in Scotland, no, no, we're greedy. We are very greedy. We're I think very, it was Billy greedy. Connolly, going back to him, said that um, copper wire was invented with two Scotsmen fighting over a penny. And... <laughs> That's probably not a joke. That's probably that actually happened in great. front That's of his eyes. Good... <laughs> not tarmac. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, come and visit yeah. Scotland when things open wash, up. Wash your balls. Wash your, your Scottish tartan balls. balls. Scottish... They could be American balls, Swiss balls, African balls, Americans. Balls. Come and visit Amer- Scotland. You'll wash have a them. blast. It's fun. <laughs> Don't come and see us not <laughs> Jesus us. Christ, we'll ruin the whole thing for we'll you We'll ruin it for you, we'll ruin life Until next time Ta-ta Laters. people Ta-ta.